Shout hallelujah. If you know that God is a covenant keeping God, shout hallelujah. I want us to begin to worship the name of the Lord this morning. Let's bless his holy name. He's a covenant keeping God. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. Ancient of days, we magnify your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration for waking us up to see this beautiful day. The Bible said, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Let's worship the name of the Lord. Father, we worship you. Ancient of days, we magnify your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Blessed be your name. We worship you because you are good unto us. We worship you because you are a loving Father. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. We worship you. We magnify your name this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to go before God this morning to go and ask for his mercy. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, I'm here again at your presence. This morning, let me receive your mercy. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let, let your miracle power start working in my life this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto me and let there be a point of your blessing. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, forgive me all my sins. In the name of Jesus, let my life go from grace to grace. Let my life go from strength to strength, even as I go out today. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, do something new, do something marvelous in, in our lives. In the name of Jesus, let every mountain melt before us. In the name of Jesus, let the powers of the wicked be destroyed before us as we go out this morning. By your mercy, in the name of Jesus, Lord, open new doors unto us. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, this morning let me be purged and be cleansed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, Lord, cleanse and sanctify us. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every covenant of evil over our life today by the power and the blood of Jesus. Lord, sanctify us. Let every filthiness of the spiritual and body be removed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, punch us this morning. In the name of Jesus, let our heart be sanctified. In the name of Jesus, every negative dreams of the night by the power and the blood of Jesus, we cancel them this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we use the blood of Jesus against every agendas of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, let every program, every predictions, and every prophecy for the pit of air be cancelled this morning. By the power and the blood of Jesus, we flush our sickness out of our spiritual and body. By the power and the blood, in the name of Jesus, Lord, this morning, let every satanic marks be removed. By the power and the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus avail for us. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to crown to God and say, Father, this morning, Lord, break the patterns of problems. 
patterns, evil patterns of problem in my family line, let it be broken by the power and the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. I refuse to suffer what my parents suffered. My children will not suffer whatever I have suffered in the name of Jesus. Lord, this money break evil patterns of problem in my family line. In the name of Jesus, let evil patterns of problem be broken by the power and the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. My we break the patterns of evil in our family now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. This morning I declare by the power and the name of Jesus. I break the patterns of evil in your family now. In the name of Jesus. You will not suffer what your parents suffer. Your children will not suffer what you have suffered. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, this morning, let my heavens be opened for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord opens our heavens. Let our heavens be opened for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Open our heavens this morning for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus. In in Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, this morning by the power and the blood of Jesus, I nullified and I cancel every evil spell that was cast over my family, cast over my children, cast over my journey of today. In the name of Jesus, let that spell be nullified and be cancelled by the power and the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Satanic spell cast over my journey. Satanic spell cast over my career. Be removed and be nullified by the power and the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I declare over your life that every satanic spell cast over your life, cast over your family, cast over your children, cast over your ministry. This morning by the power and the blood of Jesus, I nullify and I cancel them. In the name of Jesus, it is well. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every strange anointing working against my spiritual progress be dried up by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every strange anointing, every strange anointing over my head working against my spiritual progress, dry up by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, declare it with your mouth. Strange anointing, strange anointing, working against our spiritual progress. We command in the name of Jesus, dry up by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, let every plantation of sickness and disease in my body system be uprooted and be destroyed by fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Plantations of sickness and disease in my body system be uprooted and be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, be uprooted, be uprooted, be uprooted, be uprooted and be destroyed by fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Maya Lagada Lake Posudia. Plantations of sickness and disease in my blood system be uprooted and be destroyed by fire. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I declare in the name of Jesus that this morning the Lord will remove every plantation of sickness and disease in your body system. In the name of Jesus, as you go out this morning, the Lord will go with you. The Lord will support you. The Lord will back you up. In the name of Jesus, any power that may want to stop 
the, 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 the progress you are supposed to make today, I command the fire with distorted power. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. It is well with your family. It is well with your children. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. This morning, by the grace of God, we are going to continue with our series on fighting. Fighting. We have considered fighting for your spiritual fervency. And then yesterday we considered fighting uh, for your faith. And we we looked into how we can fight against the first enemy of our faith, which is fear. And today, by the grace of God, we want to consider another enemy of faith that we need to fight against. If our faith will not shipwreck, if our faith will continue to do great exploit, that's what we want to consider another enemy of faith. But before I give you the topic, I want to read from First Timothy chapter 6. Verse 12, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. I want to tell us this, that anything that will make us to go to heaven, that should be our focus. That should be our focus. Paul said, fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Don't lose your eternity. Don't lose your eternity because of material things. Don't lose your eternity to the enemies of faith. And Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were called. And have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Many witnesses, many witnesses, many witnesses. So we need to fight. We need to fight every enemies of our faith. We need to fight them. We need to fight them and we need to keep fighting them until we overcome them. And I'm praying this morning that God will give you victory over every enemies of your faith in the name of Jesus. What does it mean to fight? To fight means to agonize in battle. What does it mean to fight? To fight means to contest. What does it mean to fight? To fight means to contend with adversaries. What does it mean to fight? To fight means to strive against. No wonder in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25, Paul said, And every man that striveth for mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we are incorruptible. Paul says, Every man that wants to be perfect. We always strive for mastery. We always fight for mastery. The book of John chapter 18 verse 36. You know, Jesus Christ, when he was about to be arrested, he said, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servant would have fight. Look at that. So that I should not be, I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. To fight also means to contain or to struggle with difficulties and dangers. And I'm believing God that this morning as we fight another enemy of faith, God will give us victory in the name of Jesus. So, so we, are, we, are, we are considering dealing with doubt, the enemy of faith. Dealing with doubt, the enemy of faith. I want you to know that another enemy of faith that we need to fight is doubt. Apart from fear, doubt is another enemy of faith that we need to fight. We need to fight that. We need to fight against doubt. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 6. The Bible says, But let him ask in faith, not in wavering. 
For he that waver is like a wave of the sea, driven with wind and tossed. When it comes to doubt, doubt is what makes us not to fully trust in God. Doubt is something that comes from the heart. No wonder the book of Jeremiah 17 verse 9. The Bible says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can know it? Because our heart, if it is not tamed, if it is not under control, it can be very, very deceitful. And most of the time, the reason why we follow our heart is because we thought the, the subjection given to us in our heart is a good one. But most of the time, we need to put our heart under a check. We need to put our thought under a check. In fact, Josmiah said something. He said, start thinking about what you are thinking about. So with me, it's not every thought that is a godly thought. And we need to filter our thoughts through the word of God. I want us to go back to a passage that we have been using. That is Matthew chapter 14 from verse 30 to 31. And the Bible says, when he saw that the wind was boisterous, this was Peter, you know, he saw Jesus walking on the sea. And Peter said to Jesus, if you are the one, command me to come and walk on the sea with you. And verse 30, verse 30 says, but when he saw the wind, you know, Peter started walking. He started walking. But he got to a point when the wind was blowing against him. And when Peter began to see the wind, he, he stopped seeing Jesus. He started seeing the wind. He stopped seeing Jesus. He started seeing the wind. The Bible says when he saw the wind that, that was boisterous, he was afraid. He was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. I want to declare to somebody sinking this morning that the Lord will save you in the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will save your family from sinking in the name of Jesus. The Lord will save your, your, your finances from sinking in the name of Jesus. And look at verse 31. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. I want you to know that each and every time you are sinking or you are going through any difficulty, if you can call upon the name of Jesus, that name will deliver you. The name of Jesus. The Bible says it is the name that is above every other name. Immediately, Peter called on that name. He was saved. Immediately, Peter called on that name. He was delivered from death. I want to declare to somebody this morning that as you pray and call upon the name of Jesus this morning, he will deliver you out of every affliction in the name of Jesus it will deliver you out of that sickness in the name of Jesus it will deliver you out of the spirit of confusion in the name of Jesus it will deliver you out of every overwhelming situation you are going to right now in the name of Jesus and look at what Jesus told him you know he first delivered him first he first delivered him and said to him oh you of little faith why did you doubt which means Doubt was another enemy of faith that worked or that, that, that fought against the faith of Peter. When we talk about doubt, it is something that we have to stop. It's an enemy. It's not our friend. Doubt can stop the, separa- the, 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 the supernatural operations of God's power in our lives if we don't stop it. Doubt is an enemy of faith and we need to fight against it so that it doesn't Ender our faith. Now, what does it mean to doubt? I'm going to give us maybe three definitions and then I will give us how we can overcome doubt. Uh, maybe in the future, I will do an extensive teaching on doubt. You know, when I was preparing for this yesterday, there was a lot 
coming left and right. And I was like, you know what? If I focused too much on what I'm studying right now, uh, for the next one week, we are going to be talking about doubt. But I was like, you know what? Let me just do brief teaching that will serve as introduction for today. And then in the future, we'll talk extensively about doubt. How, how, how you know, the operations of doubt and what we can do to, to mitigate against it. Now, what is what does it mean to doubt? To doubt means to waver in opinion or judgment. It means to hesitate in belief. It means to be undecided as to the truth of a negative or, or, or affirmative proposition. It means to be undetermined. That's what it means to doubt. To doubt means to waver in our opinion or judgment. It means to hesitate in our belief. It means to be undetermined. It means to be undecisive. That, that's what it means to doubt. According to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you halt and limp between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if bad, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. You know, this was when Elijah was in a contest with the prophet of Ba. You know, for a long time they were open, they were they were they were limping between two opinions. And and Elijah told them, he said, if God is God, follow him. And if it is Ba, follow him. So to doubt means to, to switch in between two opinions. Is it should I go to the right or should I go to the left? And you don't know where to go, and you are under confusion. That is doubt. What does it mean to doubt? Number two. To doubt also means to, to operate in double-mindedness. To doubt. To doubt also means to operate in double-mindedness. 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 <laughs> double-mindedness. Which means you don't have a focus. You are operating in between two things that you want to do and you want to do the two at the same time it's not possible the book of james chapter 1 verse 8 james chapter 1 verse 8 the bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways when you are double-minded you are unstable you are unstable you are unstable you are unstable in all your way the book of james chapter 4 James chapter 4, verse 8. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, O ye sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. Double-minded. What does it mean to doubt again? To doubt also means to fluctuate. To fluctuate in our thoughts. To fluctuate in our thoughts. Uh, you know, as a result of defective knowledge, to fluctuate in our thought as a result of defective knowledge. You now, this was what happened to Eve in Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 from verse 1, the Bible says, uh, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, as God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Look at that. He came to, to, to the woman. Say, are you telling me that God has said that you should not eat of every tree of the garden? Are you telling me that up to now you have not yet been married and you are a Christian? Are you telling me that up to now you have not been able to change your job? 
the same job you have been doing for the past 10 years and you are making the same salary that's the same job you are doing are you are you kidding me and you are a christian and you are going to church <laughs> that is what the devil will do us it will it will give you it will give you uh, some suggestion that will make you to fluctuate in your mind that will make you to fluctuate the thought of your mind because because of defective knowledge defective knowledge defective knowledge and, and, and look at verse 4 of that same genesis chapter 3 then the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die look at that you will not surely die god has already told them in genesis chapter 2 verse 19 that the day they they eat from the fruit they will die that was the knowledge they have about what god has told them but the devil you know he gave them another suggestion he said you will not surely die you will not surely die look at that he tried to defect the knowledge they already have and that is what doubt will do you know doubt will make you to fluctuate in your mind as a result of defective knowledge what does it mean to that let me give us one more and then we'll, i'll give us how we can overcome doubt so that also means to question or to hold questionable to to question or to hold questionable it also means to, to withhold confidence from or to distrust. That is to say, I have heard the story about it, but I doubt the truth of it. So when you are questioning what God has told you, that's, that means you are doubting. The book of Mark chapter 16, verse 9 to 11 you know, Mark chapter 16 from verse 9 to 11, you know, after Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, and the Bible says he met first of all with Mary Magdalene. But because Mary was a woman, you know, the disciples, they did not believe in what she told them about Jesus. Look at that in Mark 16, let me read verse 11. And, and they, when they heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. They, they didn't believe Mary. Maybe because the report was coming from a woman. They didn't believe. They didn't believe. Although Jesus Christ has told them before he died that he was going to resurrect, he was going to die, he was going to resurrect on the third day. You know, and when this thing eventually happened, they did not believe because they doubted in their mind. They doubted in their mind. In fact, when Jesus Christ actually showed up, according to Matthew 18, Matthew, sorry, Matthew 28, the, the Bible says they worshiped but some people doubted Jesus. They worshipped, but some people they still doubted Jesus. Even after Jesus showed up, you know, after his, you know, after he was dead and buried and he resurrected on the third day, after he showed up to the disciples, the Bible said they worship him, but some people still doubted him. Now, how can I overcome doubt? What do I need to do to deal with doubt? Number one, to deal with doubt. One, I have to keep holding on to God's truth. I have to keep holding on onto God's truth. Whatever God has told us, that's what we should hold on to. You know, Jesus Christ told Peter, he said, come. He told him to come. And when Peter started working on the word of Jesus, he walked on the water. But immediately Peter switched from the word of Jesus to the current situation. He started sinking. So for me to overcome doubt, I need to hold on onto the word of God because it is the word of God that will give us assurance even in the midst of trials. The book of Psalm 119 verse 147, Psalm 119 verse 147, the Bible says, I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help 
I hope in your word. Look at that. I hope in your word. Even though the situation around me is not working in the way I expected it, I still hope in your word. The book of Romans 15 verse 4. The Bible says, For whatever things were written before, were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Only the word of God can give us hope. Only the word of God can give us hope. And that's why for us to overcome that, we need to hold on to the truths of God's word. You know, by and another way, another way we can hold on to the truth of God's word is by meditating on the work of God. The book of Psalm 22, verse 4 to 5, the Bible says, Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. Number two, what do I what do I need to do? To overcome doubts. To overcome doubts, another thing that we can do is for us to is for us to keep trusting in God. To keep trusting in God. The book of Jeremiah 31, Jeremiah 31 verse 3. We can trust in the love of God for us. According to that, Jeremiah 31 verse 3, the Bible said, The Lord has appeared of hold to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. And the book of Isaiah 54 verse 10, the Bible says, For mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. So we need to keep trusting in God. The book of Isaiah 49 verse 15, the Bible says, Can a woman forget a nursing child and not have mercy or have compassion on the sons of her womb? Surely they may forget. Yet I will not forget. Look at that. I will not forget. What do I need to do again to overcome doubt? To overcome doubt, I need to keep remembering God's concerns for the weak. I need to keep remembering that God has concerns for the weak. The book of Ezekiel 34 verse 16. The Bible says, I will seek what was lost. This was God speaking here. And bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. Look at that. So we need to remember that God has concerns for those who are weak as a result of, of doubt. And as we do so, God will help us to overcome doubt in the name of Jesus. In the future, by the grace of God, I will, I will, I will still do an extensive teaching on doubt. But for this, I mean, for, for, for now, I, I will stop there and then we'll go and pray. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, break the power of doubt walking over my heart, walking over my mind in the name of Jesus. Let the power of doubt, let the power of doubt be broken. I want us to begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that this morning you will break the power of doubt, walking over our mind in the name of Jesus. Lord, break that power. Break the power of doubt, oh God, walking over our mind in the name of Jesus. The power of doubt that make us to waver. The power of doubt that make our minds to fluctuate. The power of doubt that make us to operate 
in double-mindedness. Lord, we pray that this morning you will break the power in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let the power of doubt be broken. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every situation and circumstances that the devil is using to set me up, in order to cause me to doubt your love for me, to doubt your, 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 your power in my life. Father, in the name of Jesus, let that situations and circumstances be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to crown to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every situations and circumstances that the devil is using to set me up, so that I will doubt your love for me, so that I will doubt your power at work in my life. Lord, this morning, terminate that situation, terminate that circumstances in my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Every situation that the devil is using to set us up, to set us up so that we would doubt the love of God for us. Lord, we pray that this morning you will terminate that situation alive. In the name of Jesus, you will put it to an end. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to crown to God and say, This morning, I cast out the spirit of double-mindedness from my heart in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Cast out that spirit, the spirit of double-mindedness. Double-mindedness. The Bible says a double-minded person is unstable. Is unstable. When you are double-minded, you will not be stable. You will not have stability. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, let me be delivered from the spirit of double-mindedness in the name of Jesus. I Come against you, you spirit of double-mindedness. I bind and I cast you out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, put to an end every storms in my life. Every storm. You know, sometimes when we are going through storms, you know, and we are we are under the control of the power of storms. If 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 this go on for a long time, it could make us to doubt God. That was what happened to Peter. You know, he started considering the wind because the wind started blowing. And the Bible says because Peter took away his focus from Jesus, he focused on the storms and then he started sinking. I want us to open our mouths and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every storm blowing in my life, causing distraction, causing me to be distracted from focusing on you. Lord, this morning, terminate and put an end to that storm in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Every storm blowing in our marriage, every storm blowing in, in our, at, our, in, at our place of work, every storm blowing against our finances that is causing distraction. Lord, we pray that this morning you will terminate it in the name of Jesus. Lord, put that storm to an end. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I declare in the name of Jesus that the Lord will terminate storms in your life. In the name of Jesus! Every storm causing distraction, making you to lose focus on God. I command our storms to end right now. In the name of Jesus, I command storms to end in your home. I command storms to end in your career. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father Lord, help me to keep trusting in you more and more. In the name of Jesus, help me to put my total trust in you. Open your mouth, open your mouth. We want to put our total trust in you. 
Oh Lord, help us. Give us the grace to put our total trust in you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, increase my faith more and more. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray that this morning you will increase our faith in you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that this morning you will increase our faith in you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to pray this prophetic prayer. It is based on what I saw overnight. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let every virtue of mine that has been buried in the ground be 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 uprooted and be delivered to me this morning in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Every of my virtues, every of my blessings, every of my of my breakthroughs, every of my benefit that has been buried in the ground. Lord, this morning exhume them out and let them be delivered unto me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Mayala Gabatulika Lord, let every virtues of our lives, let every benefit of us. Let every every good thing that belong to us, that the enemy, the enemies are buried in the ground. Let them be exhumed and be delivered to us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning that whatever belongs to you that has been buried in the ground, I declare in the name of Jesus that they are exhumed right now. In the name of Jesus, receive it back. In the name of Jesus, whatever belongs to you that the enemy buried in the ground, I command it to be uprooted and to be delivered for you. In the name of Jesus, as you go out this morning, the Lord will go with you. The Lord will give you rest on every side. In the name of Jesus, you will not operate in doubt. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will give you power to overcome doubt. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. All of the days of my life, I'll be Say, I'll 